In this week's parsha, we read the two most celebrated words in all of Tanakh, Nasev and Nishma, the words the Eden proclaimed when they were asked if they will accept the Torah. We know that the Torah is divided into Parakam and Psukam. But here's an interesting anecdote. It is widely acknowledged that it was Englishman Stephen Langdon, later to become the Archbishop of Canterbury, who is credited with having divided the Torah into the standard modern arrangement of chapters used today for the purpose of facilitating citations in the Judeo-Christian debates. So we believe that nothing is random or arbitrary. So not coincidentally, those two words, Nasev and Nishma, are located in Perik 24, Pasik 7, teaching us a tremendous lesson that 24-7 we are charged with the mandate of Nasev and Nishma. So there's a famous Gemara, Masech Shabbos, that says, as soon as Kal Yisrael said those venerated words, Nasev and Nishma, 600,000 Malachim descended from heaven and placed two crowns on each Yid's head. One crown because they said Nasa, and one crown because they said Nishma. So ask the Masha, why did the Eden deserve two crowns? Once they said Nasa, then obviously they must say Nishma. They have to listen. Otherwise, how would they know what to do? If I ask you for a favor, and you say, yes, I'll do it for you, then you still need to hear my request. Otherwise, how would you know what needs to be done? So the fact that they said Nishma, that should only be an extension of the Nasa. The heroic act was the Nasa. There was nothing righteous or brave about the Nishma. So why did they receive the second crown for saying Nishma? So the Masha gives a very novel answer. He says that before the Jewish people said Nasa Nishma, they already knew what to do. If you look, four psukim earlier, the Torah says that Moshe Rabbeinu related to Klai Yisrael everything that he heard from Hashem, and the Jewish people said in unison, Hashem Nasa. So we see that Moshe already told Klai Yisrael all the mitzvahs of the Torah, and they replied, Nasa, we will do it. A few psukim later, the Torah says that the Jewish people said Nasa Venishma. So what's the novelty here? Them saying Nasa Venishma is so anticlimactic. They already knew what is contained in the Torah, and they already agreed to observe it. What were they adding now by saying Nasa Venishma? Says the Masha, do you know why they even deserved another crown? Because when Kal Yisrael said Venishma, they meant something much deeper. So let me explain with an example. Let's say a stranger asks you for a favor to give him a ride to Muncie. And you do it for him. It's a very kind and gracious gesture on your part. However, you really don't care why he needs to go there or what's his purpose of his trip. You're only doing it for him because he asked you to take him there. Now suppose your spouse or a close friend asks you for a favor. Not only are you glad to do the favor for him, you also ask them, What else can I do to make your trip more enjoyable? How can I ensure that you accomplish your mission? Or why is this important to you? Or you say to them, tell me, why is this meaningful to you? I want to understand, how does this enhance your life? Similarly, says the Masha, originally when the Jewish people said, it's comparable to when the stranger asks you to do something for him. You're doing it on a superficial level. You don't really care why the recipient wants this done. You're doing it because you just want to get it over with. However, later when Klai Yisrael said, they are now taking the next step. They are in essence saying, 
I already know what to do. But now the Nishma, now we also want to hear and understand. Why do you want me to do this? The Nishma, we want to hear. Tell us, Hashem, why are these mitzvahs important to you? Why is Torah essential to you? We want to learn. We want to understand the underlying reasons behind these mitzvahs. We want to get to know you in a more meaningful way. We don't want to just observe the Torah in a cursory way. We don't just want to be your casual or superficial acquaintance. We want a deeper and a more meaningful relationship with you. That is what the Jewish people meant when they said Venishma. For that, says the Marsha, they deserve the second crown. What a beautiful interpretation of Nasa Venishma. Unfortunately, many times we are only on the level of Nasa doing things habitually or by rote. We can't become, quote-unquote, gastronomic Jews, just eating the right Jewish foods at the right times of the week or the right times of the year. We need to impress on our children the mandate of Vanishma. Lip service is not enough. We ourselves need to be excited and enthusiastic about Torah and mitzvahs. And that energy and passion will then have a profound impact on our children. And that will serve as a model for a fully devoted and committed Torah life. Yiddishkeit is not a religion where we follow a rule book. What Nasa Benishma is teaching us is that Yiddishkeit is a relationship. And we are excited to be in this relationship. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.